Hello, welcome to another episode of the Book Fix Podcast, a podcast where we can fix your lives one book at a time. I'm your host, Yahida. And I'm your host, Chelly. And um, how are we feeling, Chelly? I'm feeling good. You know, we haven't seen each other in a long time, but we've been in areas where we are both at, or at mm-hmm. least close enough where we could hang out. But you're currently uh-huh. sick, and I'm, I'm busy. <laughs> hella sick. Dude, I, f- I feel so bad. It's okay. Let's not let's not focus on the negativity. Uh yeah, you you've been busy. Where have you been, girl? I haven't seen you. Or well, sorry, I, mean- I did the I did the audio wrong. <laughs> Bella, where you been, Loki? Stop, dude. I- <laughs> <laughs> <I'm sorry. laughs> I've been doing a lot of reading. <laughs> And yeah. um, just to update you on my Goodreads goal, I am at 88 out of 100. So I need 12 more. Queen. I love that for you. Yeah, because Chelly set a goal of 100 last minute. Last minute. Why did I do this? Mm-hmm. I kind of want to change it back to know. 80 and just let it be. <laughs> and just say, damn, I did that. <laughs> but no, yeah. I'm going to try I mean, my best. I'm I'm pretty close to 100. So I'm like, should I just go for it? I don't know. Yes, I think you should. I think that you should. If it happens, it happens. If it doesn't, eh, I'm not stressed about it. But I'm excited. Next week, we're going to be talking about our our Spotify wrapped for the podcast. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be our final episode of the year. We're going to talk mm. about our feelings. Everyone's already like checking out. They're like, ugh, feelings? Feelings? <laughs> oh, I want to hear feelings. I'd go somewhere else. <laughs> We're going to talk um, about the best episode <laughs> of our podcast, the one that performed the best. Keep it a of secret. This year, until next. Of this year. Yeah, yeah, of this year, exactly. And then we're going to talk about our favorite reads of 2022. And then we have to pick the top one. Just to let you know, we've mm. been doing this podcast since May 25th of 2021. That's crazy. And we didn't do this last year. I don't know why. I think it didn't occur to us then. Yeah, we're we're more in it now. At least both of us are 100% in it now because I was a little mm-hmm. shaky at the beginning. But mm-hmm. um, it's nice. I don't know. It feels very like we've accomplished something. I know. I feel very proud of us. I feel like we've grown a lot, especially our TikTok. Thank we you did, to everyone um, who's so sweet. Yeah, thank you so much. And if you don't follow us, it's at the book fix. T-H-E-B-O-O-K-F-I-X. Um, and on Instagram, T-H-E-B-O-O-K-F-I-X-P-O-D. There's a pod at the end of that. Um, mm. where was I going with this? Oh, last year we wrote down where we wanted us to like what our goals were social media wise. Um, yeah. and we wrote down where we thought we would be on TikTok. <laughs> and Damn. we're gonna tell each other um on Thursday. I'm I haven't looked at my see I, what you put. Uh <laughs> I don't remember, but I um I think I have an idea of what I put. Mm, okay. Mm-hmm. I get it. But um yeah, I'm excited for that episode. That's gonna be out this Thursday. Yeah, so stay tuned. And now let's talk about the long-awaited Laura mm. Olympus by <laughs> Rachel Smith. Oh gosh. Um, you know it's it's been a while. If you've been following us for since the beginning, thank you so much. Mm. Uh but we used to do we used to do wine and reads. Do you remember that? You remember that? Yeah, cuz I mean, I don't I don't want to say it, but we used to formerly be known as story and things which honestly even though that title didn't last it was such a cute title for a podcast yeah i thought it was cute too i loved it because you know things is so broad we could do whatever we want story and things yeah we could have done yoga and no one would have said anything but we used to have story and things wine and read editions so we would just drink wine and literally bitch about the story that we were talking about. <laughs> because like before we did talk about the stories beforehand. So we knew how we felt going into it. But then it wasn't until mm-hmm. on Honeymooners, we kind of changed our format and made it mm-hmm. so that we have to guess each other's ratings. But the beauty of fun. today. Yeah. I mean, I love that. And I don't want that to change anytime soon. But mm-hmm. I think today is a day of reminiscing because... Yahira and I both feel the same way about this, and I don't want to say it just yet, um, but I'm very excited to get into that. 
Um, we are, like Yahira said, we are talking about Lore Olympus by Rachel Smith. It is a webtoon. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to try to give a spoiler-free summary. And I mean, there's not really there's much just, to say. There's <laughs> just so much to say. Where'd you start? <laughs> um, but this story is a retelling of Hades and Persephone. And mm-hmm. it follows Persephone, who... Um, gets in a situation at a party where she gets seen by Hades and Hades is starstruck and is like, oh my God, she puts Aphrodite to shame. Aphrodite hears him and they basically put Persephone in his car and mm-hmm. um, that's how their story begins. And the whole web comic, because it's on Webtoons, is just about them and their blossoming love. And if you want to read more, then I suggest that you um, read it on Webtoons because it is free. But they did also publish four physical volumes that you can get at Target, mm-hmm. which I mean, um, and I would say hefty. Yeah, they're huge. You could use that mm. as a weapon. <laughs> I would say that if it's something that interests you, no shame. Go read it. I'd probably say go read it before you listen to us because we're about yeah. to like. We're about to say some strong words. You know what's funny? I was totally selling it right now. Like, go get it at Target. Go get it at Barnes and Nobles. But that being you know, Barnes said, Barnes and Nobles is I, having their fifty percent off. It's oh yeah, be over on hardcovers. This goes up. Yeah. Um. This book fucking sucks. And Yahira and I both feel the same way. Surprisingly, I don't know why that's funny. Yeah, dude. Like- we we're on the same wavelength today. I feel like our wavelengths don't really match up like they used to. But I Did mean, they ever? But can you blame us? Because we, at least I did. I knew going into this that this was a very overhyped story. I had a completely different view of it going into it because I didn't hear anything about it. I had seen it the first time when we were in Barnes and Nobles together. And I saw like a whole little stand for it. And I think it was either you or Melissa who kind of voiced your opinion on it and was kind of like, uh, not for me. Um, but I was I was down. I was interested. You know, how many Hades and Persephone retellings can we get through before we get <laughs> sick of the story? I feel like there <laughs> is an abundance of it. And I'm mm. I'm always down. I like retellings. I'm down. Um, I get it, but thank you. You know, for being overhyped, I expected a lot more. So, Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm excited to talk about this one because my God, I have so much to say, but just like as, um, to give everyone a reference of how much both of us know, I only read halfway. I read like 107 (laughs) chapters out of 224 because you know, and I, I caught it up was so hard. I know, and you're over here. I don't even know if you actually hate it. You're over here like a secret stand. Like, oh, I'm actually reading it right now. I, I'm not a secret stand. Let me just quickly unsubscribe. <laughs> so you know what? You hate read things, don't you? I do. I do. But anyway, you, no, I you feel consume this. I inhaled this. No, I'm just kidding. Okay, I am caught up. But, okay, before we started filming, uh, I texted you like, hey, when are we going to film this? And you said, today. So I was like, oh, my God, I haven't caught up. I think I was like at 200 maybe around there. And so I was like, oh, my God, we're going to talk about it today. Let me just quickly catch up because I thought we had come to the agreement that we were going to be caught up with the story. And I know that you have been reading a lot. I just didn't know that you were avoiding Lore Olympus. I thought you were reading this (laughs) along with me. I was under the impression that we were only going to read as far as the physical copies were. No, no, no. But you want to know know something beautiful, though? It makes Mm. no difference because we hate it all the same. It honestly makes no so. difference because, um, we'll, we'll we'll get into that. We'll get into the details of the plot. Why why don't we talk about um the characters? Yeah. <laughs> why don't we start with Persephone? Because Persephone is our main girl. She's the goddess of spring, and you know what? Harvest she, and fertility yeah, she, and all that. She she's basically she's. Uh, Demeter's daughter and she was Mm -hmm. raised in a very sheltered way so she's very naive Mm 
because of how little she knows about the world. But she's mm-hmm. 19 years old and she moved to Olympus with Artemis, who um, offered her a place to stay and mm-hmm. is basically going to college. And she has a scholarship for being like, um, I guess, sworn to celibacy. Like she's not going to have sex at all. She's a maiden, <laughs> whatever. Yeah. Um, the maidenhood. The maidenhood. Um, so that's basically the type, like her whole life laid out. And in everyone's yeah. eyes, she is like just a goody two shoes, does whatever she's told and is mm-hmm. like the perfect person, has committed no crimes. <laughs> That's a good way I to put it. You, I love that you said that. Um, <laughs> wouldn't hurt a fly. She's super nice, super sweet. Um, has never had a bad day ever. Uh, no. Ignore the red eyes. She's told chill. Yeah, she's, <laughs> she's cool. Not a war criminal at all, but um, she... <laughs> it's so funny because... I feel like her war crimes makes her a little bit more interesting because it's like, okay, so she's not this perfect person that she was made out to be. We're getting somewhere. (laughs) All right. Now, now it's interesting. And it's funny because like, I, I didn't have an issue with her character at all, which you would think because I don't like the story that I'd hate her, but I did Mm -hmm. like that. She was, a person who was put in a situation where now she's around very famous people. She's around like um, mm-hmm. grade A gods and goddesses. And, and I think she, she's like what D. She's grade she's like a D B. Tier. No, oh, she's, she's a B. Grade... I thought she was. Oh, well, actually, I, was I don't. I don't know. She's probably lower, but um, I know that she's lower. Where whatever she does doesn't really matter. She's just kind of like, mm-hmm. oh, the pink one that was with um Hades. <laughs> But the cute she, pink one. Mm-hmm. Um, but she's a character who is constantly manipulated, and mm-hmm. she is seen as soft and sh- struggles to find her own voice. So I really she appreciated. Had no, backbone. no, she didn't. But I appreciated the consistency of her character. Like, mm-hmm. um, oftentimes she'd be put in situations where there was trauma with it, and mm-hmm. because of that. Like, it affected her in later chapters. So, trigger warning, this does deal with a lot of sexual assault and mental health issues. And domestic she violence. Does, yes. And she does get assaulted by Apollo. It's an issue that she just has to confront, like, every time he's there, which is so fucking often, because Apollo Yeah, because is, he's related yeah. to Artemis. Which is her and roommate. Artemis is her roommate, exactly. Yeah. Her roommate and her friend. So it's, dealing, it's just really sad. She's dealing with so much shit, and it sucks because like she is supposed to be this perfect person, but they put her in so many shitty situations. So mm-hmm. you know everything that happens with Apollo, and then the gods are kind of testing her too. Like, oh, is she or at least one of the goddesses is testing her. Like, oh, is she perfect for Hades. It's like, damn, she's really going through it. She's just trying to be free. And I really feel for her because I really like um, her relationship with her mother, Demeter. I would, Well, I guess I, I think I like it because I get it. I can understand it. I feel like it's very realistic because her mother is such a, like, a helicopter mom. She just wants to, like, shelter her and keep her in a little bubble. But Persephone wants to be free no matter what, like... She would take freedom over anything, even if that means, like, literally joining a cult. Like, because she doesn't even want to be a part of the maidenhood. Like, she's no. just doing it because she doesn't have a backbone, so she can't say no. And I think she's just happy that she is away from her mother. Yep. And, like, doing her own thing. So, I I did like Persephone's character. I felt like it. the things that happened were really sad. Um, But... I appreciated that they took it in a more realistic way where no matter what happens, she was still faced with her trauma of what had happened to her before. Yeah. Um, but to, to move on, <laughs> uh, Hades is our second main character and the love interest. Mm-hmm. And also I thought a pretty good character because he he is a Greek god. He will commit a couple of crimes, you know, just a I little mean, bit. 
you take one guy's eyeball and all of a sudden you're a you're the bad guy i know <laughs> does an eye for an eye mean nothing to anyone anymore <laughs> but he's literally just out here doing his goddamn best 2000 years young he is the king of <laughs> the underworld yeah mm-hmm. and he he really cares about his people which i thought was really a well, nice little touch you know i love that i love retellings that show hades as someone who just loves his job because what was mm-hmm. the other hades and persephone retelling that we read neon gods i mean neon gods oh i, I <laughs> that was I so quick I, know. I was like i was like should i just should i just let her finish her sentence no Neon guys. Thank you. <laughs> but I love it when Hades is painted as a person who cares so much for his work, like so deeply for his work. And mm-hmm. he's that person. Like he values what he does and he values the people around him. Just because he's the king of the underworld doesn't mean he's a bitch. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's and it doesn't really mean that he's sweet. a slob either. Like, what did you expect? It's a nice place, okay? I you have know, nice little buildings nice here. It was funny because they <laughs> took they took um, Persephone to a part of the underworld, and she's like, "Where's all the bodies and the spirits? It looks like a fucking lobby." <laughs> and it's funny because that's everything so organized where he's at. Mm-hmm. But I yeah. I really enjoyed him as a character. He's just so fucking in love with Persephone. It's wild. It's kind of crazy, right? And I I really liked his character, too, because I love that he didn't manipulate her. He didn't try to coerce her because he could have easily been like, you know what? I'm one of the important gods, so let's get married. You know, he could have just said that and she would have been forced to marry him. But Mm -hmm. he didn't. He wanted he wanted the relationship to play out in like a in like a romantic way, I guess. Yeah, but their relationship is cute and i mean that's as much as i can say about it it's a, no i thought it was cute they were cute together i think mm. that the author did a really good job portraying the two characters that she wanted to write about the most which is mm. fine because a lot of romance books do that where the romance is only going to focus on the love interests and the main mm. character that's fine but you know, she wrote so many other characters that you can tell she wanted to flesh out the world. But, yeah, but I didn't care for them. I don't know if you did. No, I didn't either. I think that the part that I really didn't care for at all was so Hades had a girlfriend in the beginning. It was Minty. Mm-hmm. She's a nymph and they were very toxic together. Um, and this is where, you know, the domestic violence plays out because she starts hitting him and making him feel like shit. And that part really broke my heart because that's like the, the power dynamic, right? Even though he's this really important God, she had like an upper hand on him because she was hurting his feelings. And there was a moment in the story where they tried to give her like a redemption arc and i just really didn't care for that like i just anytime that she was shown uh in like a good light i was like i'm just gonna skim this because i really don't care oh gosh but i like i i mean i i get why you felt like that but i kind of like the realistic aspect of that like how people are Mm. complex in the way that even people who do bad things can be dealing with things. And I think that's what the author wanted to portray. And Mm -hmm. I think she did a good job with Hades being like, you know what, Minthy, I know you're going through it and I know you want us to stay together, but it's not my place to fix you or to be with you at this time. And I thought that was like a really mature way to handle it. But you're right. Like, because of how unlikable she was, I didn't even feel like there was a point to having more story to her. Like there wasn't even yeah. a point for Hades to continue dating her. Like I didn't I didn't understand why he did that because I I felt like he should have been at a point in his life, you know, 2000 years in. He should have been at a point in his life where he could have just said no to her because she was a nymph. Like she wasn't even yeah. a goddess. So mm-hmm. I don't I don't know, but he did have a lot of trauma and baggage too, which I understand. I think he- I think he liked that, though, because 
they their thing was, oh, we're just two broken people. You know what I mean? Two broken so they were- bitches. <laughs> two broke bitches. Just kidding. Just you, Mindy. I know. Just you. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I do understand, you know, that abuse is a cycle. So I understand why it wasn't like a clean break from her, you know, like immediately after that happened, it wasn't like, okay, never going to see you again. I understand that. Doesn't mean I have to like it though. And I didn't like it. but, But the thing is like, if, if she was supposed to be like a consistent thing in his life, then that's what the author should have done. Because when they started dating, they lasted like three chapters and then they were done. Like, I, yeah. I feel like she was supposed to be more of a threat to Persephone and Hades' relationship, but she wasn't. Like, she didn't I, feel I, like one I anyway. know. Yeah. And I know that Hades and Persephone are going to end up together. I've read the original story, but oh like, my God, have I, you? Wish, I wish there was more, more happening that was trying to affect the relationship. Like, more you know, because the thing, more tension, more speaks. The things that were affecting them. We're very mm-hmm. like not not really that effective to break them apart. And yeah, so like many of their issues. Serious. Yeah, and so many of their issues were just because of miscommunication, which drives me insane. Which I know how much you love. Oh my god. I, <laughs> I don't know. It's just it was so disappointing. Because I I did have high higher expectations for this going mm-hmm. into it. But mm-hmm. like the only parts that mattered to me was when both of them were together and speaking because I thought it was yeah. cute. And then after mm-hmm. that, I, I didn't care about any other shit except shout out to the best character in the whole Eros. goddamn series. Eros. 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 <laughs> he is amazing. I really did like his character character too. I thought he was an amazing friend to Persephone. I love that he was like her rock and her like almost like her therapist also. Um, I just, I really liked his character too. Yeah. And because he, he was basically there for her while she had to like come to terms with her, like admitting that she was assaulted Mm -hmm. and he was such a consistent character. That's what I liked about him. Because the other characters, yeah. I mean, Artemis is her roommate who basically saved her from her own mom and got Persephone out of living in Sicilian or the Sicilian area. I don't remember where she lived. Mm-hmm. But um and there's that, but then when Artemis is living with her and her freaking brother assaults her, she doesn't it's not that she doesn't notice cuz I mean she wasn't there, but she's, I don't know. She doesn't help at all. Like she doesn't take into account Persephone's feelings at all when they're talking. I don't and know. I feel like, I feel like it was very obvious how uncomfortable Persephone was with Apollo being around that it did irk me when Artemis was like, so aloof to everything, like just oblivious. I, I don't know. I understand that obviously you don't want to assume the worst of your sibling, but if Persephone is clearly uncomfortable with him at least don't have him around that often yeah and even then like um she kept saying or she kept blaming it on first impressions and it's like you can clearly see that a person who's i think her best friend is upset why do you keep bringing it up like that it's like way more than that Uh uh-huh yeah it's obviously a, a bigger thing than than just that god but um yeah the the side characters didn't matter to me much they didn't contribute much to the story even though i think i think the author wanted them to because there was this whole side story with Hera, who she she wanted to test persephone to see if she was like enough for hades so it was like okay i'm gonna have persephone work work for Hades and see if their love is real. But Hera never fucking visits. So how is she supposed to like figure out 
like if they were compatible or not. I think that that whole thing was just an excuse for the forced proximity trope, which I do like that trope, but I, I, I wish that there was an actual reason behind that because what she did was she forced Persephone to work alongside, alongside Hades, but I feel like that could have been a different thing that forced her to do that, right? Yeah, like it could have just been based on like her school, like because she's going to university. Like it could have just been like, oh, I have to get extra hours for this, and then Hades just happens to be like, oh my god, I offer that in the underworld. Come over down, or come on down, <laughs> you know, like just oh something like that. Yeah, but instead it was that forced proximity, and at some point Hera went to the underworld, and it was because it was after Hades got hit by Minthi, which was his ex. Um, Hera went to go check on him and Hera was comforting him and Hera and Hades ended up kissing. And Hades, after Hera had left, called her and left a voice message and was like, hey, we can't do this anymore. That ain't me. You know, <laughs> I'm it's a not new like bitch old times. now, okay? I'm not your <laughs> whore. <laughs> new bitch. I'm 2,000 years young. I'm almost 2001. You... <laughs> I'm all grown up, bitch. But like after that had happened and she had heard it, she was like, he's finally ready. He let go. Oh my I'll allow Persephone to marry him. And it's allow. like, allow. What, what was the test? <laughs> like, what there was, was this no the test. plan? <laughs> I feel like maybe the author had forgotten that that had happened. Like she, that it was Hera's whole plan to force Persephone to be there. So maybe That's she was like, oh yeah. a big thing to forget. I, I forgot. So let me just quickly write this down so that it kind of oh, like concludes that. It, it didn't make any sense. And then you told me that there was this other plot line you hated. The one with Zeus oh. taking her to court. Bruh, I fucking hate Zeus. I literally hate Zeus so much. And I feel like every rendition of Zeus sucks. <laughs> Why do they all suck? Um, I mean, he's a bad guy. I know, but damn. Can he be a little bit more complex? But except he's just bad in this version. Mm-hmm. Um, So I like the complexity of Persephone's character because they added that whole thing where she kind of committed war crimes. Kind of crazy. So <laughs> she kills like a couple of people. I can't remember how many, but it was like a good amount where it would be a problem for, you know, the souls to have to go to the underworld or whatever. Cause you know how they keep track of all the souls. So mm-hmm. they didn't want Zeus to find out that Persephone had killed all of these people. So they kind of like covered it up. It was Demeter who covered it up along with Hermes. I think it was Hermes. And so, um, Zeus finds out and then to make an example out of her, he takes her to court. And obviously this is causing a rift between him and his brother Hades, because at this point, Hades obviously loves her and he decides to punish her because of his ego, literally nothing else. It's just his ego. And so I think that the drama could have been juicy, but I just feel, I don't know, like, I kind of felt like it was very unnecessary because it caused this, like, separation between Hades and Persephone because Persephone was banned from entering the underworld and Olympus. So she was sent back to wherever her mother is from. I forgot. It doesn't matter. Yeah. And so she couldn't leave until Zeus until she made that place perfect and Zeus would say like, oh my God, it looks great here. There's no problems. Love it. Um, But Zeus obviously was being an asshole. So every time he'd be there, he'd literally look for the smallest thing and be like, nope, not perfect. And Mm -hmm. yeah, I don't know. Like I I mentioned to Chelly that this kind of felt like a telenovela, but not a good one because there are some good ones where you know how things just kind of happen for absolutely no fucking reason besides just to keep the couple apart a little bit longer to add that angst but like it's like forced angst so it's like it's not even good so i just felt like if you wanted to cause problems like it should have just been a little bit better i get what you mean it it just wasn't worth it like this story was too overly complex and the characters were so unlikable that 
It it was such a chore to read this. I knew it. I knew you would. <laughs> I know. I know you know me so well. Yeah, Dude, it was though. <laughs> it was a lot though. And I'm glad that we're on the same like view. What if I would have loved it? What stand. would you have said? I mean, I would have been okay have with it. I would have been okay with you liking it because the thing is, I can see why people like it. But mm-hmm. I just don't understand why it's so overhyped. Like, it could have been either. so much better. Because to say that this story is so popular is kind of crazy because I don't really see what's so... uh, What's the word? Appealing? Unique? Unique? You know what yeah. I mean? Like, different? Yeah. Like, what's so... Uh, I don't know. Like, what's so different about this story that would make so many people love it? Mm-hmm. I get what you um, mean. But you don't get me wrong. Thing? Oh, go ahead. And don't get me wrong. That doesn't mean that I'm going to stop reading Hades and Persephone retellings. It's just that this one didn't. Oh, yeah. You know, it's, it's low on my list. <laughs> don't get it twisted. Don't get it twisted. Go ahead and recommend them to me. <laughs> <laughs> it's just disappointing, you know, because I actually mm-hmm. do really like this pairing. Um, mm-hmm. But I can't sit through this shit. And like one of the biggest icks that I got from this story, because it is a webtoon. Um, the yeah. art was not for me. That was your biggest ick. You know what's so funny? I feel like the cover of the of the books are so pretty, but when you get yeah. into the story, it's like the the art just kind of like goes all over the place. It's not consistent. And the thing is, I'm Mm-mm. not an artist, uh, but I can imagine that it's hard to stay consistent. <laughs> I remember when I was in first grade, and our teachers used to make us draw our own storybooks my fucking characters would have different clothes every single page i know consistency <laughs> is hard like i understand that but like uh-huh. my, like sometimes i wouldn't even know who was talking like the characters were drawn so differently <laughs> that yeah. it was just hard to figure it out so it was like thank god they're fucking color-coded because i need that <laughs> shit right now i know but there was this one time when there was another pink girl and i was like wait is this persephone I'm so confused right now. I'm so mm-hmm. confused. But it wasn't. So I, no, I, I feel I get that. what you mean. And mm-hmm. I don't know. All the girls were drawn in such like provocative like positions because they were standing. Dude, they broke their backs for their freaking <laughs> posture. Their tits were hella out. Their ass was out. And it's like, you need to. They got big tits. <laughs> dude, but you. D- Hello? No. Like, their <laughs> shoulders would be all forward, their necks all back, you know, just to accentuate. And it's like, bitch, mm-hmm. let, you breathe. Like, you need to not stand let like loose. that. Let loose. Oh, my aren't God. The, aren't the Greek gods the ones with the belly? Like, yes. they, the women are always drawn with, like, a nice little pouch. I think so. You know what? Don't quote me on that. <laughs> I could be wrong, honestly. Who knows? My point is, is that they didn't need to be arching their back like that. They could have just let loose. Everything would have been fine. Let everything hang. You're good. And um, you know but, what, too? Uh, what? I, I like the touch of Persephone's emotions being connected to the growth of her hair. And I, yeah. I like that. Like, I like mm-hmm. how sometimes she'd be so overwhelmed with emotion. And then you can just see her hair, like, running down freaking her her whole Going house wild. or something like that. Yeah. And like I, I like that. Dude, that was such a and good I touch. Fucking I fucking love, love that no one ever mentioned it either. It was just like, okay, um, bring your miles her of hair into this room. <laughs> It's like, do you mind getting your hair out of our food, girl? Dude, there was this one fucking part where her hair was super long and Hades was like, here, let me get you something. And it was like a very complicated looking pin. And it took her only one panel to braid her whole fucking hair. And I'm like, no, that shit's fake. You're telling me it took this boy one sentence in and your hair's already done up. That shit's fake. Hell no. That happened with Rapunzel. Oh, when no, the kids were braiding her hair. No, right? that took a whole montage. That's different. 
<laughs> okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, Did you notice yeah. though that uh, Persephone was drawn like a child a lot? <laughs> I noticed it a couple of times, but Chelly did send me some screenshots and goddamn there is this one you're gonna have to post it in our video version even though this um episode is gonna be audio based um there's not gonna be an audio or audio there's not gonna be a video version of us talking about this we'll we'll still post yeah we'll still put these pictures up there is this one in particular that is a fucking child that is a child it makes me so uncomfy how Okay, if they wanted to make her tiny, fine. But damn, she's tiny, tiny. Dude, and the way he's fucking standing in that specific picture is disgusting to me. Because he's so flustered. And I'm like, she literally looks 12. You need to calm down. Like, I fucking hate it. Dude, she looks like she's eight. Like, she looks so small. And I and, I feel uh, like the the artist wanted her naiveness to be shown in the in the pictures but she yeah. didn't have to look like a child it's because like naiveness is oftentimes paired with children because children are naive and like you said i get if that's what she wanted to show with her art but that ain't the the freaking that's not what's coming across <laughs> That's not the feeling I'm getting. And wait, hold on. I'm going to like one of the ones I sent you. This one is not too bad. I would actually say that the one that I'm showing you is like a better version of it. It's the one where Hades has his arm over her and it's the first picture they take together consensually in front of a paparazzi. And it's so cute because he's looking at her so lovingly and that's the picture that gets taken. But... Mm -hmm. Like, oh, God, all the other art is shitty. And Hades never looks the same, which fucking gets to me so much. He's always drawn very differently. Because I remember there was this one. It's not on here. But there was this one drawing of him where I was like, oh, he's not that cute, actually. (laughs) But it was just like this one angle. And I was like, dude, oh, my God. Different. I, you need to send me that screenshot. If we can find it, we'll put it on the video. There's one freaking image of Core. Her name is Persephone's name is Core. There's one image of Core where her and Artemis are talking. It's like, Persephone, what's wrong? And she looks at her and I'm like, ew, why would you look at someone like that? <laughs> why would she look at her? She just looks at her like she has her head completely looking down. But she, her eyes are looking up at her. And that's... It's so scary looking. And it's like nothing... I, I don't know how to say this. Nothing against the artist. Because I think the art is really pretty. But the thing is, it's so over-exaggerated that it gives me the ick. Because it pulls away from the story. Like, all I'm focused on is how this character who's supposed to be 19 looks 7. Like, it it changes everything. Yeah. I feel like the art did kind of grow on me, though. But I do agree with you that a lot of the characters always look... Not always, but they do look different every now and then. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, who are we to say? Because we're not artists. We don't know how hard that shit is. But yeah, for being, I don't, I for don't being one to. of... For being one of the most liked webtoons, I expected more. Uh, and I, I love pink and blue. I love that. I know. I love their dynamic. And even one of the characters mentions, like, do you think they know what they look like to others? And it, it shows a picture of them. And it's like both of them just looking at each other lovingly. And I'm like, Damn. They look so good together, but I hate this yeah. fucking story. <laughs> what do you Did think have- would have made it better for you? I think if there was an actual threat of something holding them back from being together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And them trying to, like, I guess, sneakily like or discreetly be together. That would have been something I was down with. 
Oh, dude, and that would have been so juicy. I think that would have been better than the whole, you know, Hades getting back with his ex or what's happening with Apollo and Persephone. Because the point of yeah. Hades and Persephone is for them to have like a relationship that's not allowed. And I mm-hmm. guess that's kind of what the author did. But like like we said, there's no real threat to their relationship. They can have it if they want. They're just going to be judged. Yeah, no, I agree. Like, I feel like if the stakes were higher, then it would have made the story a lot better. But I do appreciate that Hades didn't force himself on Persephone, though. I think that was cute that he wasn't, like, a manipulative bitch. Mm -hmm. But I don't know. I feel like it would have been a more interesting story had there been an actual, like, force keeping them apart. But there isn't. It's no, cool that really. she's a, you know, she's committed crimes, I guess. Oh my God, I love that for her. <sighs> but I don't know. I just, I can't, I can't see myself continuing this. I'm probably going to read the most recent update and then just work backwards, which is really chaotic. But like. That's so unlike you. <laughs> but I don't care for like anything that happens in between but i'm also kind of mad at myself for not finishing it because i'm already a hundred in i've i've committed this much so i feel like i should finish it but ugh, yeah there's so much other stuff i'd rather read yeah like like oh you want me to make a list well, I wanted you to at least say one thing. The you the Bible, one. girl. That's not gonna no, be dude. Here. There's so much other stuff I want to read because I'm over here trying to catch up with my Goodreads goal, but I can't because I'm stuck reading this shit. Well, you're free now. You don't have to read it, dude. Thank you, thank you so much. We weren't even sure like- we were gonna film this episode, so it's kind of funny that we're here. I know. Honestly, I knew you hated it from the beginning because you were so reluctant to do this. Guess who reviewed this book? Someone that we've talked about on this podcast. Twice, actually. Oh, like an author? Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, twice. Mm -hmm. No, let me give you a hint. They actually share the same title book. Alexandra Bracken. Alexandra Bracken? The author of Lore and Darkest Minds. And the Darkest Minds. Which, aka... We did just talk about it. Yeah, but... Or last week. So please check it out. They're both stories that we did not enjoy. Lore more so... so. (laughs) Lore more so because we fucking hated that shit. Oh my god, that fucking book was such a drag. No offense to anyone who likes it, but Lore by Alexandra Bracken was my worst 2021 read. (gasps) Really? You know what? Me too. Uh, Can you think of a book that incited such such a fury within you? (laughs) It says right here, it says right here, um, Alexandra Bracken, also known as the number one New York Times bestselling author of Lore. Okay, flex. (laughs) She wrote, With vivid, irresistible art and storytelling that would make even the muses swoon, this modern myth deftly tackles the darkness of the ancient stories while never losing its brilliant light. I couldn't devour it fast enough. Oh, wait, that's such a nice review, though. But also some other person, some other person wrote that they swooned for it. So it also kind of feels like Alexandra just read someone else's and was like, okay, shit, I didn't read it. So I'm just going to put whatever together. I mean, it's nice, but did we read the same story, Lexi? Because how did it tackle the darkness of the ancient stories? Um, I feel like it made those you, dark parts of the ancient stories lighter, actually. Did we read the same story, um, don't Lexi? You rem- <laughs> the war crimes, obviously. Mm. Oh, she's caught up. Okay. <laughs> she's caught up. She's She literally said she couldn't devour it fast enough so she actually is ahead of us <laughs> she has the she has the unreleased um chapters 
Oh my gosh, she's on Patreon. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I can't though. I I don't think I could ever get behind this story, and it makes me sad because I do want to finish it, but I don't want to support it. You know what I mean? I feel like I'll probably come back to it once it gets closer to the end. But I feel like this is one of those stories where I don't see the end anytime soon. Which sucks. It just, it's just going to keep keep going. Keep keep um what's the word? Is it droning? Yeah. Hmm. It's just going to keep going, you know what I mean? Until the end of time. Will they ever Dragging be together? On. Mm. Yeah, Dude, exactly. I'm <laughs> I'm so disappointed. I I hoped for more. If you want to read a decent Hades and Persephone story, I think you should read Neon Gods instead, which is saying a lot because I didn't even oh like that story. Oh my that god, <laughs> you didn't even like that story by Katie Robert. Please. <laughs> you, are, you know you I'm here for my girl Katie. Story. Dude, I'm here for my girl story. Katie, though. She wrote Dragon's You know Bride. what? Another really good one is A Touch of Darkness by Scarlett St. Clair. Thank you. Oh, my gosh. Over here, just shouting out other stories and not the one we're actually talking about. Another good one. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> Imagine if we had a whole list. Oh, we should have done like that, a- dude. <sighs> when do you think our look. first swarm of hate comments is going to come in? <laughs> Do you think this After is this the one? Because this one, <laughs> this might be the one, because this one is very popular. I'm a little scared, honestly. But I don't see what people see Our DMs see are open, it. by the way. Our DMs are open. <laughs> if you want to send us hate, that's fine. Do you have anything else you wanted to say about this story? Um, I feel like I don't hate it as much as you do, though. I feel like, you know what? I was, I, you would give it a one, I'd give it like a 2.3, which I feel like is a big difference. Big difference. Yeah, that is. That is. Um, I I I don't know. I do. I do I like the, Persephone and Hades, though. I th- yeah, same. I think their relationship was cute. I just wish wish that the plot surrounding them, and then like, I don't know. Like, I just wish the plot was stronger. You know. Yeah. Oh, but one, maybe I'm one just thing a that bitch. I. Stop. Wait, one thing I wanted to mention that I didn't like either. I know this is Webtoon Comics and they release chapters. It's like weekly updates. Mm -hmm. But I didn't appreciate that every chapter felt like it ended in a cliffhanger. Oh, yeah, that's really annoying. Very uh, Wattpad. Yep. I wasn't down for it. Yeah. I agree with you. Anything else? I feel like you're just coming out with bangers. I think I'm done, dude. I'm like to the point. Every time we film an episode, I'm always pretty good about, well, at least when we're doing it like this, like when we're not together. Mm-hmm. I like put away all distractions. Like I, I'll like put things to the side so I don't touch them. And I try to put my hands down because you know that I'm like super fidgety. Mm-hmm. And right now I'm literally, I've drawn so many Hades horns. I drew no I yes I drew one with horns that's why I brought it up and I'm over here looking at my snacks like I'm legit gonna have dinner right now I care less about this oh you're hungry no it's okay I'll make it I just want I feel bad now I'm keeping you no I think no we needed this to be out to the world and now it is and I do really miss us doing wine and reads honestly just hating on a story completely dude (laughs) they're so fun sometimes sometimes did you have anything else you wanted to say um i think that we need to give hades and persephone a rest for a minute you know maybe until the next year you know what i mean Thank you, everyone who's listening to us on audio form, whether that be on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, or anywhere you get your podcasts on. Um, 
If you want to leave a review and rating of five stars, that would be amazing. That actually helps a lot. Yeah, I feel like we've definitely gotten an influx of people that have found our podcast, which we appreciate so much. And we have loved seeing how many people have rated us five stars. Thank you, guys. And if you can also tell your friends, families, loved ones, hated ones about us, that would be amazing mm-hmm. because the best type of exposure is through word of mouth. Um, for those of you who are watching us on YouTube, thank you so much. If you can like, comment, and subscribe, even if you're a fan of this story, I do want to hear your take on it because, I mean, how we feel about this story should not change your opinion, I guess. You can like what yeah, you want. Yeah, and there's there's no shame. We all love different things. Exactly. So I would really like to hear someone else's opinion on this story, maybe a different opinion than ours. Um, Thank you so much. Usually at the end of our episodes, we roll a die. And if it lands on an odd number, we read a negative review off of Goodreads. If it lands on an even number, we read a positive review off of Goodreads. Um, Why don't you roll the die and let's see what we get. Okay, it's on an app on my phone, okay? I got a one. This one is from Rachel on Goodreads who gave it a one star. Lack of proper clothing, plot, and easy differentiations between characters besides the title heroes. Equally lacks interest on my part. Call me a prude, but I would have given it more of a chance if it had focused on mythology and plot instead of a bunch of scantily clad clowns acting out a bunch of insipid scenarios. Just not my cup of tea. DNF'd after a few pages. I will admit, though, this had a bit of a merit, but my discomfort was what pulled this review down to a one star. Thank you so much for listening, and we will see you on Thursday. Bye. Bye. Um, <laughs> I feel like I've aged. <laughs> bruh, me too. Um, I was going to ask you this, but maybe we should. this should be a topic for another day. I'm not sure. Do you accept reviews if it's DNF'd? Hmm. That is a big question. That is the question. That's actually really good. Maybe they should listen to our next episode where we discuss that. (laughs) In further detail. Hmm. Stay tuned for Thursday. (laughs) 